1: chishon will and Subin, the podcast
2: good wednesday morning let two guys compete but what if most people think that competition is over The sun is rising here in New York City. The sun could be setting on the winter. It will look like that tomorrow. Philadelphia. No, it won't. Another winter storm on the way.
3: That's like a California fool me picture. Keenan
4: Zubin, you know why I love doing this show, man? So we get a tweet uh, from a guy named – No, no, from (laughs) MikeBento22. You guys are awesome. I'm laughing at Keyshawn about his experience streaming on TV. I've been watching you guys since Thanksgiving. When I had my open heart surgery, you've been part of my recovery. Thank you.
3: Oh, okay. That's like, a, that's what's up, Yeah, man. that's that, that's what's up. I hope up. you're that's doing what, well, Mike. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. I, I had to say, oh my god, because usually <laughs> yes. it's some other stuff. Shut Kiki. up and dribble.
5: I bet you I could find
4: one know. of those. Your streaming story is helping people open up. Key, see, wait a minute. It
3: vulnerable. wasn't that I was closed. My kids always <laughs> did it on their, you know, on their devices and stuff. I just went home to DirecTV. That's all. I mean, it's just you know, it's better. I, look, as long as I can get sports. You're good. I'm good. You can get the Hougu I can package, find everything GSM else. Plus, I'll good. find everything else that I watch. As long as I can get
2: my sports, I'm good. We ain't, got no, we ain't got no issues. And Jay, as you know, as a basketball guy, we're pretty modest guys here, but that's a, an assist in the box score for the, us. We'll the take only official assist in the box the, score go. for us. The, the,
3: only thing, <laughs> the only thing that's problematic with the streaming at times okay. when you're trying to watch something live uh-huh. is you may be watching it on a different network or a, a different device or right. system. And then something happens and I'm late. Right. Or I'm early. And that's somebody screams only, in the next apartment oh, God, over it kills five me. seconds ahead like, of you. Like, but, Key, but, man, that happened but, a minute but, and a half ago. Ancient history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. You could but, do it. You can also do the box and box, though, Key, where you can watch two different things at once. You know you that, go. right? Big box, little box TV. Yeah, TV.
3: that's too much. If I ain't got the TV, <laughs> too much going on. Yeah, all, If it, unless I got a big TV and a bunch of them aside, the I can't, the little picture and pit, I can't do that.
4: No, it's too much. why are you trying to move the picture? The little
3: picture? Because <laughs> that, that's what it is. But hey, man, I can. I got my toothpaste. Here we go. So oh, I gotta
2: show you. see this. No, yeah, look, so Zoop,
3: show me.
4: So, so yesterday, Key this.
2: said you could never put the toothpaste back. I said you could never put the toothpaste back in the tube. Sports anchor cliche. That's what sports anchors do. Key said absolutely you can put the toothpaste yes. back in the tube.
3: So this is my tooth. This this, uh, this is my toothbrush. It's yeah. Zoop, you
4: gotta explain to people who can't watch though. You're They're right. Good call. He is so, using
2: a Q-tip as a toothbrush so and.
3: So this is the excess. You know how you put too much sometimes on your toothbrush? Right on the cotton okay. swab where the so brush you can would put it be. Back in, wow. Like that. You put it back in. So wow. you
4: scrape it and then get yeah. Okay. Yeah. That seems easy enough. Yeah, man. What? But I mean, you're doing that with the toothbrush though actually, it, not
3: But I know, but then you put it back in. It's back in. And you put the top back on.
2: Now we got about two more days. There you go. The toothpaste is back in the tooth. I don't know if I can. I can I not give 100 percent anymore? Like, what are all the cliches that I can't do anymore because it's all been proven wrong? Can I still give 100 percent? Can I leave, can leave it out on of the floor? To
3: well, according to the, according anyway? to the young man from the Dallas Cowboys, giving a 100 percent is not part of the job. Oh,
2: ah, jeez. <laughs> well, he said it.
4: He all said the it. Coming at he, Dallas. He
2: said it. Not Maybe they me. can post
4: that on social media.
2: Indeed. Wow. Unbelievable. It has been done. Maybe the greatest thing that's ever happened on KJZ. I don't know what kind of bar we're setting there with that, but uh, the toothpaste is now back in the tube. And if
3: you ever run out of toothpaste and you think it's empty, I can show you how to get the last little drop out (laughs) too.
2: Gotcha. Well, you got to roll it up from the back. You got to roll it up all
3: the way. Look, Jay, it is (laughs) squeezing from the top. (laughs) That's where you start squeezing and you start
2: sweating at the same time you're squeezing so hard. (laughs) Getting every little drop out of it. Key mentioned the Cowboys, in the division with the Cowboys, of course, is the Eagles. A lot of people think it's a fait accompli, oh, Latin word. A lot of people think it's already gone, that Carson yeah, Wentz know. is going to be out of town. We've got to get rid of Carson Wentz. Remember, Carson Wentz took him to the brink of Super Bowl 52, and then Nick Foles, Philly Special, everything happened in Super Bowl 52. But do you remember what happened, as we go into the hot tub time machine, do you remember what happened in Super Bowl 15? Super Bowl 15. The Raiders and the Eagles led by... Oh, yeah. Jaws.
3: Jaws, Jaws. Yeah, he threw yeah. a pick to Martin.
2: Yeah, and my all-time favorite Eagle, one of the most underrated guys of all time, Wilbert Montgomery. Remember yeah, Wilbert, Wilbert Mon- Montgomery? Un- yeah. Dick Unbelievable.
3: Vermeel, William Montgomery. Uh, what's the receiver? Uh, Harold Carmichael. Harold
2: Carmichael. Absolutely. Yeah. So they all went to the Super Bowl in Super Bowl fifteen. So Jaws knows of what he speaks. Now that was about forty years ago. He's an Eagles Hall of Famer. He was on the show yesterday and essentially said, "Listen, for everyone that thinks Wentz is out, it's Hurts' his job. It's just a matter of time." Jaworski says, hang on, I know this team, I know this city, I know this position on this team. Wentz is by no means, should be, out of the discussion.
3: I believe
1: that he has... Tremendous God-given talent that I I think he still has a bright future. And then when you throw Jalen Hurts into the picture, Jalen Hurts played well in four games. But I just don't think the sampling is big enough to say, yeah, Jalen Hurts should be the quarterback. I think at this point, hey, you know what? Go to camp. Let two guys battle it out. Isn't that what competitive sports is all about, professional sports is all about? Now, it probably won't work out that way, but sometimes you just got to say, let's go out there and compete.
2: That it won't, but Key, you mentioned when we were discussing this yesterday, yeah, you could have two guys go and compete, but you honestly feel from a macro sense the league at the quarterback position is moving more towards what Jalen Hurts is than what Carson Wentz was.
3: Yeah, and, and if Carson Wentz prior to his ACL, he can move around with the best of them. He was a, you know, that's one of the reasons he got hurt, was trying to get into the end zone against the Los Angeles Rams on a scramble. The league is certainly... When you start to look at the quarterbacks, the, the 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 dinosaur statue, Tom Brady's, Peyton Manning's of the world, they're gone right now. They're, they're still going to be out there. But if you go and look at high school, from high school to college and into the pros, you're seeing more athletic, dominant type quarterbacks that doesn't look traditional. Right. You we want to see a uh, laser rocket arm. Oh, my God, this guy can he can pierce it through a tire with no problem at all. He can thread a needle. He can salt and pepper a team, all that cliche stuff. Jalen Hurts, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers to a degree. Those are the quarterbacks that make sense in the National Football League based on the offensive skill set that they have and where the systems are going. Josh Allen, he does it different. It looks different, better yet, but he does the same thing. He's just big, and it, it looks awkward. When he's running, it it looks kind of weird, right? It's like, oh, my God, get down. You're too big. They're going to kill you. Meanwhile, he just gained 20 yards running. That is where the quarterback position is. The days of looking up and seeing quarterbacks on a weekly basis go 35 of uh, of of 39 for – 375 yards and three touchdowns and one pick on a consistent basis, it's not going to be that anymore. Losing it is, teams have that. Guy. It is, losing mm. teams have that because they're <laughs> throwing Jay at the end of the half and at the end of the game, right. and they're padding the stats so it looks that way. The winning teams, you know, the guy is 18 of 23, a two-touchdown performance or a one-touchdown, one on the ground, one in the air, maybe a fumble. They win the game. That, that's where he's at. You know, he's that 19 to 22, 205 yards. Just think about it. Look at those quarterbacks. The, the Lamar Jacksons, the Baker Mayfields. Hell, Tom Brady, what he just did in the Super Bowl. 201 in the Super Bowl. Th- that, is where, that is where 201. That is where it's at. But Zubin, I just want to say
4: some, and that's a great point by Key, but going back to Jaws for a second, here, here's the reason why Carson Wentz wouldn't do that. Carson Wentz has had opportunities to battle with Jalen Hurts. I don't know if he knows who he's getting in the mud with. Somebody that obviously lost his spot at Alabama, went to Oklahoma, won that locker room over, became a leader, and now has had to fight in, for tooth and nail and, and tooth and claw in the league. I just probably butchered that whole statement. That's know, all tooth right. And claw, tooth it and nail, whatever it is. Put the toothpaste back but, in the tube. Exactly. Toothpaste is in my mind. But to, in order to win that locker room, I don't think Carson Wentz wants that fight. And, and can you imagine what the narrative will be if Carson Wentz then loses the locker room again? to Jalen Hurts, like he will be done in the National Football League. The best thing for Carson Wentz oh is to go to another situation where he can have a fresh start and actually potentially have an O-line that can protect him and let him be the quarterback that he used to be back when they were on the way to win the Super Bowl. Well, when you,
3: when you have guys like Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, you know Aaron Rodgers, some of these quarterbacks that can move around, you don't need to have an offensive line that's Hall of Famers. One or two of them, eh. but you don't have to have five guys across the board and everybody is Hall of Famers. You know, you, you don't have to have that because you can move. You can buy time. You see it with that, Prescott. You see it with Russell Wilson. Even though Russell Wilson struggled this year, a lot of that is due to him holding on to the ball too long. He has to get rid of the ball, get back to the ways of just getting rid of the football. And when you do that, you'll be successful. And I think Jalen Hurts could potentially be successful, and it may be time for Carson Wentz to find another place to go play in. Maybe it is Indianapolis. Maybe it's
2: somewhere else. You said it, five across the board, but Jalen Hurts has had four starts. There's not many quarterbacks that in four starts, after being thrown in there with a dysfunctional team, could show what he has been able Mm. to show. There is something there for that small sample size. A reminder today on Greeny, former CBA Commissioner Isaiah Thomas and Booger McFarland. The best landing spot for J.J. Watt is our NFL insider with his best guess. After I tell you about the undefeated on ESPN Plus that offers fans year-round premium content highlighting the intersection of race, culture, and sports. Check out new premium storytelling, your favorite ESPN films, and more exclusively on ESPN Plus. Sign up now at ESPN.com and make sure to check out the new all-access docuseries, Why Not Us, North Carolina Central Basketball, which debuted back on February 12th, just five days ago. Executive produced by Chris Paul and Stephen A. Smith. Both of those guys... Have affinity for HBCU and the Carolinas. Find these series exclusively on the Undefeated on ESPN+. Plus. Sign up now at ESPNplus.com. J.J. Watt announcing on Twitter he's being released by the Houston Texans.
3: But he's a progress stopper for the Houston Texans.
1: More from Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin next.
0: Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike.
1: It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com morning. Code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Keyshawn, J.
2: Will, and Zubin,
1: the podcast.
2: There does seem to be two sets of rules when it comes to how we're handling J.J. Watt, a heroic exit after 10 years, Captain America, Hurricane Harvey. And the way that we are referencing Deshaun Watson as being a malcontent, it's really hard to not be able to look at those two situations and say there's something wrong here. By the way, Watt doing the end around if there's such a football term what doing the end around the swim move on oh, Adam God. Schefter on Adam Schefter Dan Graziano and all the great NFL insiders by announcing himself breaking the news that he and the Texans the were parting ways. Hopefully Dan is not too bitter about that. He joins us this morning on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead Goodyear. More driven. Fill in the blank. That's a, that's a game we have another time during the week, but I'm going to ask you to fill in the blank. Fill in the blank is the most likely landing spot for J.J. Watt.
6: Uh, Green Bay, I think. I think it just makes the most sense. Look, like he's from Wisconsin. He's looking, as I understand it, the priority is he's looking for a team where he can have a chance to win right away. This is a Packers team that's won 13 games each of the last two years, been to the NFC Championship game each of the last two years, has Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. You know, has a, has a strong core around him. I think that's that's the spot. I think you know, look, I'm sure he's intrigued. I know for a fact he's intrigued by the idea of going to Pittsburgh and playing with his brothers, but the Steelers have some problems in terms of their salary cap, trying to figure out if they can bring Ben Roethlisberger back, all these free agents of theirs they want to sign, guys that need extensions soon, like T.J. Watt, J.J.'s brother. So it seems like it's going to be difficult for the Steelers to make that happen. I lean toward Green Bay. Let
3: me ask you, you say Green Bay, I say Seattle. Wouldn't Seattle be a play, considering that they've been trying so hard to find somebody coming off the edge?
6: They, they have. I mean, I checked with Seattle the other day. I mean, as of Monday, it didn't sound like they were among the interested teams. Obviously, if the market were to bottom out and the price got low enough, and and they, they could get interested. But my understanding with Seattle this off season is. They're expecting, I mean, they used a second-round pick on a pass rusher last year that really didn't give them anything. They got a little bit uh, out of a later-round pick. So they, they think their guys that they have should develop. Not that they wouldn't go get edge rush help, but it doesn't sound to me like that's where their mind is. I think they're focused on the offensive side of the ball, protection for Russell Wilson, and finding guys that fit the offense of new coordinator Shane Waldron, who they brought in. So I don't I don't get the sense that Seattle's one of the teams that's hot and heavy after J.J. Watt right now.
3: Dan, here we we go again, right? We, we do this, like, literally every time you come That's on the, the show. That's the same
4: thing I thought, Key, when I saw the question. I was like, it, here it, it comes. It, yeah,
3: here, here it comes again. What are we doing with that Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys in their situation? Because every day it's in the news.
6: Yeah, you could probably just re-air whatever I said last week because nothing's really changed. I mean, like they're, they're still in the same place they were last week, last summer. Everybody knows what the deal is, right? He wants the shorter-term deal. They want the longer-term deal. I don't think money is the issue at this point. I mean, they've they've offered him, you know, top-of-the-market money. So I think it's just a matter of when one side blinks or one side comes up with the good compromise. I mean, First of all, Dallas is still saying we, we can't do anything until we know what the salary cap's going to be, which, I mean, whatever. I mean, if anybody knows what the salary cap's going to be, it's Jerry Jones. But if, if they get to March 9th, which is the latest you can apply the franchise tag this year, and there's still no deal, then that really brings up the strong possibility that he plays on the franchise tag again and leaves after this year as a free agent. So obviously they don't want to come to that. I would think that as we get closer to that date – Uh, We'll see some action. At that point, we will know, ideally, what the salary cap is going to be and what the parameters are for a deal. But, look, the Dallas did not call about Matthew Stafford. They have not called about Deshaun Watson. They intend for Dak Prescott to be their quarterback this year and beyond. It's just a matter of getting to that finish line on the deal, and it has proved elusive here for the last two or three years. Two or three years, guys, we've been talking about this. Mm,
2: mm,
4: mm. Dan, Carson Wentz and the Eagles, the longer this thing goes on, Is his trade value going down or going up the longer a team doesn't try to make a move to get
6: him? I think it's fair to say that the Eagles didn't find the market for Carson Wentz that they were hoping to find. But there's been enough interest that I think a deal can get done. You know, look, the deadline on that, such as it is, would be March 20th when the Eagles would have to pay him a $10 million roster bonus. Obviously, they'd like it done before then. And I anticipate that it probably will be. Uh, they're not going to get the two first-round picks they were out there looking for at the beginning, but I think they'll get something that that makes them feel like they did all right, considering this was a player that everybody knew that they had to move on from. I expect he'll be dealt sometime in the coming weeks and that the package in return will be respectable, if not uh, mind-blowing.
4: Another quarterback on the carousel that I I was mentioning yesterday was Marcus Mariota. Are there some potential landing spots for him, and what kind of value would you think the Raiders would be looking for in return for a guy like Marcus Mariota?
6: Yeah, Mariota's due more than eleven million dollars this year. Obviously, the Raiders don't want to pay that for him to be a backup, so they'd like to move on. So, you know, if you're an acquiring team, look at teams like look. Washington can't get Carson Wentz. They're not going to. They're not. Gonna, they're a division team. They're not going to get him. So, is Mariota on that list of next available options? If you're the Bears or the Colts and you're the team that doesn't get Carson Wentz, do you look at Mariota as a potential option? Is he somebody that could go to? New Orleans, if they don't bring Jameis Winston back? Is he someone of interest to the New England Patriots who are looking for a starting quarterback? Look, we, did, we could go down that list of teams that are looking for quarterbacks this offseason. Uh, if, if, if Ben Roethlisberger were to retire, does Mariota become interesting to the Pittsburgh Steelers? He's on that list of guys. You know, if you can't get to Sean Watson, which we don't know if anybody can yet, and you're not in the Carson Wentz uh, sort of sweepstakes, as it is, as such as it is, then maybe he's on that list of next available quarterbacks, depending on what you're looking for, who could be interesting. What the price is, what are the Raiders looking for? Uh, are you willing to pay him that money? Does he need a new contract if you bring him in to be your starter? So a couple of moving pieces there, but he's, he's on the market, and I imagine uh, he will find a new team as well.
3: Dan, the Jets sit at number two with the pick in this year's draft. Trevor Lawrence is off the board at number one at Jacksonville. Sam Darnold is in a waiting holding pattern. On the tour, Matt, do the Jets select a quarterback with the number two pick? What do they do with that?
6: I think it's very possible that they do. They're they're in an evaluation period right now, trying to figure out which of the quarterback prospects appeals to them and if any of them appeal to them on a level that would convince them to move on from Sam Darnold, right? If they they decide Sam Darnold's another quarterback that teams are looking at as a potential trade option because they know the Jets might decide to take a quarterback at number two. They can have anybody they want in the draft except – Trevor Lawrence at that spot. So, you know, the idea of a Justin Fields, a Zach Wilson, someone like that at two could be appealing to the Jets. And if that's the case, I would expect they would trade Sam Darnold. If it's not the case and they decide to keep Sam Darnold, the Jets are going to get a lot of really good offers for that number two pick, and I would expect them to trade that pick to someone who wants to come up and take one of those quarterbacks.
3: Why why would they move? Let me ask you this before I let you go. Why would they move on from Sam if they don't get trevor lawrence is it because they don't want to deal with the financial ramifications 12 months later or is it that they think zach wilson and these other guys are better than a guy who's been in the national football league with four different offensive coordinators and potentially three head coaches in four
6: years I think it all kind of goes into the hopper when you're making the decision, right? It's not just a matter of, do we like Zach Wilson better than Sam Darnold? They have Darnold for one more year. They have to decide in May about his fifth-year option for 2022. That option is going to be fully guaranteed at the time they exercise it. So they're either taking a chance on having to pay Sam Darnold $25-plus plus million next year if they don't know for sure he's going to be the guy, or they're deciding that they only have one year of Darnold, and if he flops, then they're in a mess next year. Maybe they don't have as good a pick. Maybe there isn't uh, as good a selection of possible quarterbacks. So they have to figure out whether they want to have Sam Darnold for one more year or maybe two more years take a shot on him turning a corner or having four or five years of control over a quarterback they select number two overall.
2: Last thing for you, we're going to try to ask most of our guests this question, and it doesn't matter what you cover. I know you're a longtime baseball writer now, covered the NFL as well as anybody, but these four names are as big as any in the history of sports. Today is a birthday that is shared February 17th. Today's Michael Jordan's birthday and Jim Brown's birthday. They both share February 17th. Pretty good combo, Dan. Hmm. But is it better than December 30th when Tiger Woods and LeBron James were born. So let me just give that to you because I know you're ticking a lot there in your head in the earpiece. Tiger and LeBron, same birthday. MJ (laughs) and Jim Brown. Who's the better birthday buddy combination?
6: Wow. I'm going to get... People are going to be upset either way, right? Like, that's (laughs) not... uh, I... I, It's tough. See, I don't know. It's tough for me not to love Jordan. It's tough for me not to love Tiger. I mean, those are two guys that, you know, whose primes of their careers I remember watching very fondly. So... Um, let me lean toward Jordan and Jim Brown and be the old guy in this scenario. But, uh, boy, that's a tough question.
3: No, that's a, it's fair. That's a, yeah, it's a legit answer. I mean, I think that, I think most people yeah. would probably, most people, damn probably would go that route.
2: Right. Cause Brown's just a little bit too old for most people. And yeah, Michael is think? just Michael, right? And Michael is just 85 candles but on the birthday cake for if Jim you're Brown. Say, if you're <laughs> saying
4: Tiger and Michael cancel each other out, right? They're both considered the greatest of all time, respective in their sports. And eh. It comes down to LeBron
6: and Jim Brown, right? Yeah, but I yeah.
3: can't.
6: I think people underrate Jim Brown and the, the winning he did and the way he dominated, right? Like, that, that's the thing. Like, he was a dominant, dominant player in his time for a brief uh, nine-year career, so not necessarily as long as, obviously, LeBron James. But um, that's a good debate. I imagine I mean, you guys are having fun with it today. Dan, LeBron, I'm LeBron interested is 36 see how years, years old out. right
4: now, and he's still being dominant like he was five years ago. Yeah. It's beyond me. It's an interesting
2: question we're I, asking they, it this
6: morning. I have a 15 year old that lives in my house that reminds me all the time how great LeBron James is. I don't. I don't need to. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm up on that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to look at some Jordan highlights.
2: Stuff. YouTube, baby. That's what YouTube was invented for. People yeah. like your son. ESPN. I, I've Classic. tried.
6: <laughs> I've tried. Thank you, Dan.
3: You, you you every time we look at the Jordan highlights and they, you know they're showing stuff. Yeah.
6: I'm like, damn. We I missed just, an I opportunity. I mean, you yeah. see
3: it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like if I saw Jay Will highlights from Duke. I'll probably sit there and go, damn, I forgot. Yeah. I mean, that's just how it is, like, right? It's just like. We're watching some here on it's ESPN It's like you News. see it. It's just different. There it is again. It, it's just Keith, different.
4: This is happening right now in real time, and it's happening all over social media. There is confusion about who is the real Mello. See, when I hear Mello, I think Carmelo Anthony. It's not even a question. Who's when the real mellow? When the ge- younger generation hears Mello, they think Lamelo ball.
3: I mean that's fair. There's nothing wrong yeah, with it. I mean, I I mean but it's, it's, a, it's
4: a it's a big it's a big time topic right now. Who who's Mello?
3: I mean, I, mean, I, I know, know him, him as weather. Love Mello. I don't know him as Mello. I know I wouldn't approach him and be lo, Mello. What's up? I'd be like, What's up, Mello? That's you
2: know all right generational divide i will say carmelo the original mellow is actually having as jay you know a resurgent great year. year he's I mean his february
3: great. right now he had a great move. year last year zubin. i was gonna say he played well last year for him yeah,
2: that's right remember that one time he chuckled when right, he said i'm not right coming place. off the bench he's taking right his place role. right time and no
3: sometimes that's just what it needs to be yeah all right i heard you evan you don't need to tell me again let's go zubin it's
2: time for sports center I thought he was going to tell me we needed to go to break. No, that, that's that's coming up in about ten minutes. So Don't here we say go. that, Zubin.
4: <laughs> Zubin, I was joking.
2: Lakers all over the Wolves last night. I'm going to pretend to be John Ireland on ESPN LA 710. Lakers win 112 104. First game without Anthony Davis. You're going to be reevaluated in two to three weeks. But as Jay said yesterday, when you're dealing with a piece. Like Davis, you may want to keep him out for a month just to be sure. To be sure, there's nothing wrong with Trevor Lawrence, but he did have surgery yesterday on his left, most importantly, non-throwing shoulder. Took the to social media after the procedure to say LaMelo Ball. No, LaMelo is not the real Melo. He did go on social media to say on Instagram, quote, surgery went great, excited to rehab. Of course, as we know, he's projected as the number one pick in the NFL draft. April 29th, that pick, of course, is owned by urban meyer and the jacksonville jaguars and this is just what we mentioned to dan but we'll take your calls your tweets all morning long black history always it may be tough to top this one when it comes to resonance for sure for african americans or anybody of any stripe or color that considers themselves a sports fan michael jordan and jim brown both born on this day jim brown is celebrating his 85th birthday more than just a football player and a social justice Advocate. He was a great athlete in numerous sports. Michael Jordan going off at Chicago. I'm with Keith. Michael Jordan going off at the old Chicago Stadium. I could just watch it on a loop over and over again. Mike, light up the cigar and get some brown liquor to celebrate your 58th birthday.
3: It just looked different. That's all. I mean, it just hit. Whatever that means, it just looked different.
2: Yeah. Tongues were wagging everywhere. Tongues were wagging everywhere for kids of that age. Flying to the hoop, pretending to be Michael Jordan. Dishing it to Scotty.
4: There was a gracefulness with that, though, Zubin. There was a sexiness with the way Michael Jordan played, whereas LeBron is a little bit more rough and kind of tough
2: and pounding through people with his size and weight. Yep, both guys are seminal athletes, and they did it in different ways it's even the way michael spoke i mean kobe even said i spoke the way i spoke because of the way michael spoke after games it's an unbelievable unbelievable combination happy birthday to both sports center brought to you by indeed with indeed there's no waiting for real results indeed searches through the millions of resumes in their database to deliver great candidates to fit your job description instantly claim your 75 dollars credit towards your first upgraded post at indeed.com credit terms and conditions apply thank you cayman If you mispronounced my name, I was going to put you on parole, but he got it right. Jeez. Well, you know, I can be lenient. (laughs) I can be bribed. It is time. We are in session. Today's topic in the courtroom. We were just talking about LaMelo and Carmelo, and this segment brought to you by Mellow Yellow. Who is the next face of the NBA? Keyshawn Johnson is going to argue for the latest ball brother, That is balling out. And because he's taking one guy, we're going to give him some co-counsel. That's coming in just a second. Harder case for Key to make. Jay is essentially kind of trying to give us the argument. We don't really know who the face of the league beyond LeBron is going to be. Jay's a gambling guy. So appropriately, Jay is taking the field. All right. And if I get ill today because I'm not feeling great, ready in the wings. He's been anonymous for the last 26 years. We haven't heard anything from him. But again, we're on ESPN News, so anonymity is our thing. Waiting in the wings, ready to go, Judge Lance (laughs) Edo. Judge Edo is ready to go. Remember, (laughs) if your argument doesn't fit, you (laughs) must acquit. Thank you, Johnny. Rest in peace, Johnny. (laughs) You always dressed incredibly. Dapper dresser. Unbelievable. The late, great Johnny Cock. Okay. So the argument is.
3: Oh, you do it, Zubin.
2: <laughs> I, I said yesterday on the call, we sh- I should have gone out on top with the original Judd Zubin. There's nowhere to go but down. No, like we're the old, up. We're good. The old George Costanza line. We're let's good. Baby, let's roll. The next face of the NBA key. Make your argument that it is indeed LaMelo Ball.
3: Here's why I say it's LaMelo ball. And I'm not talking about the championships. I'm talking about what he brings to the table from where we're at in the social media climate. The kid has millions of followers right now and hasn't even started to take off in the NBA. He plays a position that people like, which is a guard position, small guy, not a big guy. We're not talking about a Giannis or an Embiid. And we're talking about 10 years from now. If he continues to play at the level, that he's playing at and better. He should be rookie of the year this year. It's all about selling shoes. At some point, if he continues to do that, selling shoes, doing commercials, he's got a nice look. His dad may be a little crazy, but but that's okay. But he's receded but a little bit to the But he has gotten away from those sort of things from his dad. His brother's in the NBA. His brother's a solid player in the NBA. When you put that together and he's continuing to move the needle – He's an international player right now. I mean, the guy played overseas, so people know who he is. Remember, his generation is following him. And as he continues to develop in Charlotte, those numbers will go up. And I know there's the Jason Tatums that's out there and then then the Giannis's, but I'm not talking about championship. I'm just talking about face of the league, a guy who's consistent, who will be an all-star, that's what I'm talking about, marketing dollars. Jay,
2: before you uh, get in there with your uh, argument, we're certainly going to give you the time. I just want to make sure evidence needs to be submitted in the trial. Hit us up, 888-SA-ESPN. Who's the next face of the NBA? If you're listening anywhere, is it with Key? Is it LaMelo Ball? Or are you with Jay that essentially we don't know yet? Nobody can replace the King. Hit us up, Z on Twitter. If it's easier, Judge Ito has now left. I'm going to have to make sure I stay here. He apparently is working on some sort of fraud lawsuit today involving something called... Big baller brand sneakers. <laughs> I have no idea. Judge Ito is not here, and he—he he had to leave. Sorry,
5: Jesus, oh,
3: that's my. why he separated himself from his dad. Because I'm still waiting for my tennis shoes,
2: check. and I have yet to get them. Yeah, Levar's going to be found guilty in five minutes, so Ito's going to be back here in just a second. Okay, Jay, go ahead. When I heard Key make this
4: argument the other day, I almost lost my damn mind. I almost lost my mind. The face of the NBA. Look, I I think this is going to be a major problem for the NBA. Who is going to be the face moving forward? Okay, you can have Giannis, international flavor. That's a little bit different. Maybe Luca. he's there. But LeBron James was on the cover of Sports Illustrated when he was in high school. We called this guy the chosen one. His name is King James. So you can sit there and tell me about social media and the following. My man just became a starter for the Charlotte Hornet. Just became a starter He's averaging 14, six. LeBron was averaging 20 points as a rookie in the league. Think about faces of the NBA, magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. LaMelo was not in that conversation. Maybe, I don't know, maybe in 10 years. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, but there's a long way, long, long way for LaMelo ball to go to be in that category. And I, I just,
3: your, your, your Honor. I'm exhausted. Your, 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 I'm exhausted your, 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 with Key on this Honor. conversation. And your he's Honor. not small, Key. He's 6'8". Your, your Honor, please. But, <laughs> he's eight, but, but he plays a small position.
2: Hey, but he's your, 6'8". Your he's Honor. not small. Please,
3: please correct me if I'm wrong. Did, did I not state the fact that we're talking about several years from now, not tomorrow? You did say 10. 10 years from now, we will be talking about this 10 years from now. Because when you think about it, we're not talking about today. LeBron's got four to five more years of NBA basketball. We're talking about the face. LeBron has won we're, four championships. I'm not talking about championships. I'm I know, but how do about, we define greatness? I'm talking I'm not talking about greatness. I'm talking about the face of the NBA. And it may he may but, be one of three or four. He may not be the no. only guy. Plus no, his employer. Plus his employer has been the face of the NBA for many years in Michael Jordan. Michael, Jordan. Michael Jordan. And you think Michael Jordan. Would not want him to become the face of the NBA, let alone the Charlotte Hornets. Come on, okay, Jay, stop! Don't,
4: don't change the argument to one of I'm the not, faces. It's I'm the not, face, I'm, I'm and, and what, what have all the faces of any league done? They've won championships. All,
3: all and that's true. They've we won don't championships. know. We don't know where he's going to end up at. Yes, Wait, he's a rookie. He just you became just used a Michael starter. Jordan. He just became a starter. We didn't know where some of these other guys were going to be in the beginning. Michael Jordan wasn't winning championships in the beginning. That is an argument people try and make all the time. What about the games that he Key. lost opposed to the 6-0? and oh? Those arguments can be made. But we're talking about something long-term. We're not talking about short-term. We're talking about projecting out long-term, Jason Williams. Key, do you remember Michael Jordan, his rookie year? Do you yes. remember how, how – how,
4: how dominant he was his I, rookie year. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I, 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 I just, I think sometimes we lose track of what it takes to be. It's fine. If you want to be, you know, social media and Lamella, um, this is not me hitting a Lamella ball. I love Lamella ball. I think he's very talented. I think we're talking about rarefied, rarefied, rarefied
6: air.
3: We're just talking about the face of the league and what goes into that. It's all about making the money, getting the sponsor. You played in the league. You know this, Jay. I know. That's what I'm telling you, it's my truth. It's not about it. championships go
2: with it, but if you got that snack, crackle, pop, and you're winning, you know they're going to push you to the top. All right, I'm about to recess to uh, my chamber, but I'm going to get Key a little bit of help. I have Jay a little bit ahead. So joining Key on the co-counsel, Barry Sheck. And he's about to go get a DNA fingerprint from LaMelo Ball. So don't worry about it, a Key. a conversation? <laughs> That's for the OJ fans out there. Well, nobody's an OJ fan. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm recessing to the chambers. Once I come out, the production crew and the jury will have their decision. Where's Look the fans it.
4: poll? We
3: need the fan poll here. What would say? Wait, well, wait, who, wait, first of
2: all, who
3: did you pick? Oh, we got. never mind. we got to move on. We'll talk about it on yes. the other side.
2: Yes, the jury is now deliberating. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, a two-time Super Bowl champion that played wide receiver on where a certain quarterback in Philly and Houston may be throwing passes next.
6: There's been enough interest so far to make everybody think that Carson Wentz is going to get traded here in the coming days or weeks.
3: If I look at places that he could potentially go, who's going to be the best at rehabilitating his psyche?
0: More from Keyshawn J. Will, and Zubin next. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click, com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done.
1: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast.
2: Reich does seem like the guy that could turn it after their relationship in Philly. Will they be reunited in Indy? Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests, including Super Bowl champions, join us on the Goodyear hotline. And if we're going to talk quarterbacks, what better way, Key, to essentially talk about wide receivers? they got to catch those balls from those quarterbacks. And you're a Super Bowl champion. It's a pleasure to be joined this morning by the two-time Super Bowl champion, Tory Smith. What's up, T. Smith?
3: Or not what's up. What's, what's up, Tony? Oh, oh, re- oh yeah, no, I didn't realize you was on a delay. I got you now.
5: I hear you. So what's happening, man? How you been? Good morning, good morning. How you been? Everything's good. Can't
3: complain about your stuff. Good, man. Just hanging in. i want to ask you a question about catching balls from a guy like Joe Flacco because I was I was explaining to the guys how difficult it is for a taller quarterback like a Trevor Lawrence Joe Flacco to deliver the football in sync. When you, it's like, you know, yeah, vertical balls, yes. But intermediate stuff, sometimes it could sell over your head. It could fall at your feet just because of ball placement and where it's coming out from. Did you experience that at times with Joe Flacco?
5: Not at all. You know, Joe's a guy that can make every single throw. He has a big arm. Obviously, we had a great connection down the field. But ultimately, in the passing game, it all comes down to timing. Um, If a quarterback's going to miss a ball, I mean, it just happens from time to time. But the reality of it is, I'm not sure if the body type is that big of an issue. I think the only issue when it comes to height is generally if that guy can see over the line.
3: Mm -hmm. That's a good, fair point. What did you make? You played with Carson Wentz in Philadelphia. What did you make of the way things were handled in Philly with Wentz and how he played last year before he gave way to Jalen Hurts?
5: It's been tough, you know, over the past few years. Obviously, I was there during the glory days in 2017 when we were able to win the Super Bowl. Carson Wentz had the best offensive line in the NFL at the time. He had weapons and a very balanced offense and a solid run game. That's been a huge difference in the past few years, not because the Philadelphia Eagles haven't tried to address it, but because injuries have decimated this team. When you look at Carson Wentz, when he's healthy and he's protected, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's proven that. When everything is going right, he's literally one healthy game away from being the MVP, and he should have been the MVP still But in spite of that. So when I think of Carson Wentz, I think of a guy that still has the ability to be one of the top guys in the NFL in the right situation. And it seems like right now that may not be in Philadelphia.
3: Tori, let me ask you this, though. It, Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, and Carson Wentz was there watching. Do you think, based on that, mm-hmm. that so much more pressure was put on Carson Wentz that it impacted his performance the next couple of years?
5: You know, when I think about that situation – both quarterbacks were essential in us winning the Super Bowl. We couldn't have done it without either one of them. Now, again, you talk about Carson Wentz. He should have been the MVP in 2017. So I believe that if he was healthy, we would have won the Super Bowl with him at quarterback. Now, obviously, that didn't happen, and Nick Foles came in and did a great job. Can it play with your psyche a little bit? I'm sure maybe may be there a, just a little bit, but the reality of it is Carson Wentz is a very humble and a— player and a guy that works extremely hard and I don't think that's something that would have held him back overall. Torius Jay Will, tell me about how these two scenarios
4: looks a little bit different optically even though I know that the metrics you know internally would deem something different but JJ Watt asked for a release, he gets it. Deshaun Watson wants to go somewhere else. It seems like he's being held onto.
5: Explain that scenario to me. I think one guy has a little more leverage, <laughs> you know J.J. Watt is one of the best players in the league, and historically we all know he's going to go into the Hall of Fame one day. But he's also older and on the back end of his deal. Deshaun Watson, they just signed him to a new extension, so you're not going to want to just give that guy away. On the flip side of that, you owe J.J. Watt the right to go out and earn the opportunity to win a Super Bowl because his days are counting down, and his team isn't going to be in position to contend this year. Um, Deshaun Watson is a top-five quarterback in the NFL. In order to win the Super Bowl in the NFL, you need a premier quarterback, and he is that guy. So you don't want to just hand that guy away, which is why I understand why Houston is trying to hold on to it. But it's a new day and age when it comes to athletes present day. Athletes want to have control. You don't want to be that quarterback that's known for being a great talent like Dan Marino, but not necessarily going out and winning the championship because of the team environment that you're in. I believe Deshaun Watson is going to be traded at some point it's going to be because he doesn't want to be there. Who wants to keep a quarterback who isn't happy in their situation? Tori, mm.
4: so you, you, you were there with Cam and Ron Rivera. Um, there's been talk of them reuniting in Washington, D.C., uh, which I think would be crazy for the Washington football team. What are your thoughts on them reuniting? reuniting. I wouldn't be you surprised
5: know if that. it happens simply because of their relationship. Oh, I know, exa- I know exactly what you mean. You're talking about Cam Newton and Ron Rivera, two guys that had a great relationship there. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. And Cam, again, in in the right environment, Cam has proven that he's the MVP caliber player. You know, last year was tough overall as a team. But again, I think environment is everything. You insert a guy like Cam Newton in in Washington, they do have the potential to be real contenders because they are there. But Taylor Heineke, who they signed this offseason, is no slouch. I think it just depends on how Washington views their situation. Are they trying to move forward and possibly invest in someone in the draft? Or are they worried about the present? And right now, I think
2: they have a lot of options that can help this team move forward. Mm. Tori, great uh, great to get your perspective this morning. A two-time Super Bowl champion was there in the room with Wentz and Foles and knows what it's like. Really appreciate your perspective this morning. Tori. thanks for being with us.
3: All right, T.
5: Thanks, T.
2: Thank you. Appreciate y'all having me. All right. I I wanted
5: you to hear me, Jay. Yeah, yeah, Key, you're the
4: worst. I know it was reuniting, and I said every night I was talking fast. I I know it's okay. I
3: wanted to get you before social media got you.
2: Is (laughs) that English? Is it getting people like that? (laughs) Look, is that English? Are you insinuating we get negative comments on social Uh, media? I've never, I've never seen one.
3: Jay got me looking at the stuff
2: now. We'll be reunited, and it'll feel so good. when we Welcome resume, to the Vortex, key. Welcome to the Vortex. <laughs> at the top of the hour, your calls on whether LaMelo Ball is ready to be the next face of the NBA after LeBron James, the verdict is in, and somebody else has jumped in hard on the Deshaun Watson situation. Hang tight for that.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.